Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Unexplained World Internet Radio Broadcast with your host, Edward Shanahan, a paranormal, spiritual observer, and psychic reader, along with Annette, a high priestess and psychic reader. The Unexplained World is a location where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy, so enjoy. Listeners, welcome to the July 12th broadcast of The Unexplained World with your host, Edward Shanahan, that's me, and Annette. Hello, Annette. Hello. Hi, Ed. How are you? How are you doing, kid? Oh, fine, fine. Enjoying the nice summer weather we're having once again. Yeah. How was the farm? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, all my cows and corn are doing fine up there in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. That disappears about once a month up to Wisconsin. So uh, I think we scared you with our um, when we had our conspiracy guests on. <laughs> and, uh, I think she uh, went out there and bought they, a farm. <laughs> they make me nervous. Yeah, I just call that the conspiracy farm. I, it's the funny farm, really. I just run there whenever I know there's going to be a conspiracy show. <laughs> as much as I love talking to David Kump. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so everything's going okay on your own, huh, kid? Everything's great, yeah. I spent the day on the beach and just enjoying oh. the good weather. la dee da da I know. I live the life of Riley, don't I? <laughs> yeah, she's got a beach right in our backyard, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah nice. So nice. Uh, we'll get to our guest in a couple minutes. Um, John Stevenson, which I believe is the way you pronounce his last name, um, who I call Mr. Bachelor's Grove, but to all fairness to him, um, I'm the one who came up with the title. So um, we'll leave him explain more. He's not calling himself Mr. Bachelor's Grove, which is a good thing. <laughs> no, no, he's kind of he's kind of shy. There's other people that hang that title on themselves, but not Jen. So uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. I like right. to say that I enjoyed uh, the picnic he had with his group today out in um, in the Bachelor's or Ruby Woods across the street from uh, Bachelor's oh, yeah. Grove. Yeah, yeah, it's nice and big, nice and big, and uh, nice, nice group of people he has. So hello to them. He, I'm sure some of them are listening tonight. And also, um, I was over at the Humphrey House. We got some real neat things coming up, Annette. I got to get you out to one of these. Um, I think the Humphrey that House. That Humphrey House, they have, people have great stories coming out of that place. So it's great to yeah, have more events. Yeah, I think you may. Uh, I think you might enjoy that a little bit more than uh, the mansion. I'm not sure. I don't know if you're a doll room girl. So um. <laughs> the dolls are creepy. <laughs> I was yeah. a tomboy. I never liked dolls to begin with, let alone that's, you know that's why haunted right ones. Yeah, and that for the listeners, she's uh, she actually drove her own Harley, didn't you? Wasn't that your bike? I've got it. I still got it. That's right. Still Bought it new in '92. <laughs> So uh, she's a biker babe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just ain't riding B on the back. I'm riding up front. <laughs> so uh, 
Why don't we bring Jan in before we... Uh, yeah, before we talk about more of my corrupt past, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we won't talk about mine, huh? Hello, no, Jan. There? There's not enough time. Hi, John. Hi, how are you doing, Annette? Fine, thank you. How are you tonight? Uh, Pretty good. Good. Pretty good. Relaxing from our picnic. Too much fresh air today. <laughs> did I say, That's nice that you guys get together with your group like that. Yeah, I try to do that all the time, actually. We try to be a friendly forum, which is kind of a new concept in forums. Yeah. John, did I pronounce your last name right? Yes. Okay, good, good. So you were right in that. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm the uh, one who's good with words. <laughs> yeah, tongue twisters. I, I yeah, pronounce yeah. them the way I see them, and sometimes that ain't right. Um, John. I, yeah. I, you know, I, I told the people, I said, for all respect on your part, I'm the one entitled you, Mr. Bates' Grove. Yes, I'm glad uh, you said that, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it makes me sound a little bit cocky if I call myself that. <laughs> but there are people that do that, but not John. Um, so, uh, yeah, John, um, you got a history with it, okay? And you got a large group of, I guess you could say, on your forum, your group, um, of members, and I'm not even going to call you a team because you're not. Right. Um, yeah, we uh, we talked about that today out there at the picnic. Um, tell people what no. you actually uh, are. Sorry, you cut out there. I'll tell the people what you actually are. What's your you know what what is your group? Oh, just uh, just a paranormal website uh, talking about Bachelors Grove, but everything else paranormal too. But uh, basically, I started it for Bachelors Grove because I was trying to find somewhere to discuss sightings and things there where people would you know, respond back and forth. Because I've known about Bachelors Grove since I was a kid. And mm-hmm. it was hard to find somewhere to discuss things where people would actually be nice and talk back intelligent to you because a lot of the forums are so rude. John, can you real quickly, just for our international audience that may not know what Bachelor Grove is, I know uh, it's legendary here for Chicago. You would be amazed. We, I have an international uh, group, too, I, all over the world. But for our listeners, could you just give a little rundown of like kind of the history of Bachelors Grove a little bit? Why, where it is, why well, it's there? Bachelors Grove, it's actually like a non-existing graveyard. In the eyes of the law in the state, it's actually not there. It, uh, the first burial, I believe, was there in like 1844, and uh, it basically has never been taken care of. And uh, I think because of the desecration is what makes it so haunted. I don't believe it was haunted like before the 60s, before all the desecration started. But it's kind of an unofficial graveyard. It's actually rather strange. The the, the state doesn't believe it's actually there, so to speak. And, uh, no and why don't they? It. Explain that. Why don't they? I'm not 100% sure. Something about the way the graveyard was actually made initially and not done the proper way or something. I actually don't 100% understand it. I've heard different things. This is one of those now things. Was, Go ahead. Now, wasn't it settlers first that lived in that area? I believe it was German settlers. Okay. I've heard different stories on that, too, but I believe that to be the true one. This is one of those things where there's nothing actually etched in stone. Mm-hmm. You would almost have to go by the uh, names of, somewhat of the names of the people that were buried there. Right, guess, which uh, is, they don't even have complete lists, I, I believe, of the people that are either, which that's been lost for history. Well, there is, there for the listeners, you have to do some uh, heavy searching, because I know the Worth Historical um the person, Christina, from the Worth Historical Society, she was part of it, um, does have the burial plot. 
It's 16 pages long because I asked her if she could make a copy. And when she told me 16 pages, it's like, ah, I'll pass on that. Yeah, I don't see that. Yeah, she does have it. Um, but And I guess you have to go through the historical type of societies to find it. And I believe out in Tinley's where she was able to drag it out, drag it up. Somebody did a uh, extensive search on it. So uh, they actually had she's asked what she's got. It's actually a map of where the graves were too. So it's out there. I mean, there's nothing out there now. There's a dozen graves that are all broken and all the rest of it. Right, right. We're talking about when they did have right. some type of a record. So yeah, there's. Uh, yeah, nothing there now, but it's kind of a um, a map, I guess, of what used to be there. So I'll see if I could get a copy from her. You know, I didn't take my copy the time we had to tour out there. Okay. So, yeah. Go ahead, Annette. Well, I just, I mean, the things I know about Bachelor's Grove, I've been out there a handful of times, but more recently, like late 90s, you know, early turn of the century here. And I've never had any personal... Um, experiences there. I've always been there during the day. Um, but I know when we were kids, I'm, I'm 43, and when we were kids, that was what everybody talked about. Uh, you know, you got to go out to Bachelor's Grove, you want to be scared, you know, whatever. Um, so if you could just maybe, John, just give a little rundown. I know you just kind of just touched on it that you didn't think it was there was any actually hauntings going on until the desecration started. Can you just give us an idea of what was, what haunting stuff is going on now, what had been very active in the past. There's been uh, numerous things there. I mean, actually, on my website, we have some uh, actually pretty amazing pictures in that place. Uh, we've got a full, full-color, full-body apparition of a woman dressed in an old-fashioned blue gown and a white bonnet that's actually crystal clear like you're looking at a person. Wow. Which is just absolutely amazing. And uh, we try to debunk anything we get because there's so many people trying to fake you out there, and we haven't been able to debunk that. And I was with the person... Uh, person that took it was Rachel, one of my website members, and I was with her when she took it, so I know it wasn't fraud or nothing. And I have special software for checking out pictures when people send it in to me, and everything is 100% legit. And we're, we're stumped on that one. Oh, that's great, though. Awesome. And when, when was that picture taken? Recently? That was uh, last summer. Oh, wow. Very recently. Okay. And then another member actually got another picture, a distant one, not nearly as close, but it appears to be a woman in a blue gown and the same hat. Wow. Which is, you know, you get two things in the same place, which is uncanny. Right. You know what? Do you, um, is there a way for you to print up that picture? Yeah. Okay. When we go out there, um, when we talk about we'll talk about it a little bit. And then from there we go to the Humphrey house. Bring the picture with, because, okay. like I said, they have a feeling that, an idea that Mrs. Humphrey the first Mrs. Humphrey, maybe right. the Madonna of Bachelors Grove. Okay. I don't think this yeah. was that Madonna one. I don't know. She had a, I mean, she was so clear you can see her facial features. Mm-hmm. Crystal clear. And she has a look of shock on her face, like, oh, I've been caught. It's the strangest look I ever saw. Hmm. She just has this look of puzzlement in her face, like, oh, I wasn't supposed to be seen. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's enough to see the picture. Now, it's just, it's actually just amazing. That's I, great. I love I those kinds of things. <laughs> if I wouldn't have been there when it happened, I don't think I would have believed it. <laughs> right. 
We got uh, on our chat board Mr. Matt EVP. He was at the meet and greet today. So, uh, uh, hello out to you, Matt. Hi, Matt. So, <laughs> so uh, yep. How yeah, often, John, do you go out to the Grove? Uh, I go out there. Uh, yeah, it did vary. Sometimes I go out there every day, every couple of days, once a week. It varies. I actually, I'll take new members out there when I, new people join my site. If they want to, I'll meet them out there and I'll walk them around and show them stuff. So did you have, I go there did you quite have to have a, a special permit from the township? To... No, unless you're uh, over 25 people, then because they're real picky about some of that stuff. But I mean, if you're under 25 oh, sure. people, you don't need anything whatsoever. Oh, okay. Because, you know, for years it was gated, and, boy, you just stepped foot and you get arrested. It was gated when I was a kid, too, but, you know, I'm not going to say I went in there, but. <laughs> no, no, no. You wouldn't want to jump a fence, I understand. Oh, uh, never. <laughs> I didn't go through that, that hole in the side of the fence on the other side, but we won't even talk about that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> have you, aside from that photograph that you were kind of a witness to it being taken, have you had personal experience? Uh, yeah, I have numerous no. things. One of the first ones I got was... Uh, we call it the wolf thing. I don't know what it is. It looks like half wolf, half baboon, hunched down in the grass. And, oh, uh, Ed, don't you have a dog picture of Bachelor's Grove? Um, that's Archer Wood Cemetery. Oh, sorry. Okay, go ahead. Actually, someone I met out there today from a paranormal society, uh, they told me that they heard a wolf growl, and I was talking to them, and they actually told me where it was, and it was the same place where I got that picture, which is rather intriguing, because mm. they didn't know I had that picture, but I... We've had numerous people say they've seen a wolf out there. Huh. We got huh. some. Sh- there's a lot of shadow people. You see a lot, a lot of pictures where you get these weird shadows in them. And uh, we got one member that actually got a uh, a translucent person, like just invisible, but yet you could see him. You can even see the handkerchief in his lapel. Huh. So there's been some amazing stuff out of there, and some incredibly clear EVPs. Just, I mean, you don't even have to enhance them. They're just that clear. John, do we think that we're dealing with more than just those deceased that are buried there? Some otherworldly type things that are kind yeah, of... Yeah, I, I actually, to- I think there's something else there. There's there's parts that I was telling Ed that I believe are quite evil, actually. Yeah. And I'm not sure what's there. We've got another picture of a floating uh, pig head or a hog head by itself, just floating crystal clear, translucent. Hmm. It reminds me of, you know, maybe Satanists or something, you know, weird rituals. I'm not sure why you're getting that kind of stuff out there. Yeah. Is this beyond Is this beyond the cemetery section? That stuff was actually in the cemetery. In the back where I told you, the west of the cemetery is where I always get these terrible, evil feelings. And I, I see numerous shadow people out there. Beyond the Laguna. Yeah, well, beyond when you cross the 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 creek and you go west of the cemetery, that big clearing out there. Okay, so it's beyond the actual fenced-in cemetery right. area. Way out okay. there. That's where I get the yeah. real feeling of evil from the cemetery. Yeah, and we're talking about the same place that me and Amy Annette said was um, where we believe the satanic worshiping went on. Yeah, there. I think something like that happened too. Actually, okay. I mm-hmm. just get I just get weird feelings back. There's places back there where you walk and you actually get dizzy and lightheaded, and uh, you even lose your bearings at times. Hmm. I told Ed I'd show him those spots. I take people out there and I don't tell them where I'm taking them and I don't tell it where it is and I do little experiments. And uh, you'd be How amazed. Right. Well, if you tell them, they always they they act like you, they think you want them to. <laughs> right. Right. No. Right. <laughs> You're approaching it properly, I'd say. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I'm the one that likes to get in there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Jan, when you say, you know, clean up, okay, we, you're not talking about, um, you're not talking about creating, cutting down trees or nothing like that. No, right? forest preserves got all kinds of rules and regulations. Basically, all we do is just go out there and pick up, you know, thousands and thousands of bottles and cans and paper and and we clean up all the stuff around the infant child's grave that becomes some sort of cult thing here all of a sudden. I go out there usually once a week and clean everything off that grave because it you know, it gets rotten. It sits in the rain and looks bad, it's ridiculous and then it all reappears. It's just a mess. People think it's like some sort of big park out there or something. Because I know uh, a couple of years ago there was uh individuals out there they were actually cutting tree limbs down and everything like that and that's kinda of disgracing. Well, I yeah, wanted to what? trim trees and trim bushes, but I I was told definitely that I'm not allowed to. Yeah, I, I, I'm i a firm believer in leaving Mother Nature take back what was hers, you know. And uh, Because like you, when uh, running out there in the 70s, I thought it was cooler than hell, you know. All these big overgrowth areas with these headstones and everything, you know, became like a maze almost trying to find oh, it. That, that big long path going to it back then was actually like a huge tree cave because it was overgrown mm-hmm. it was like you're walking down this long cave yeah 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 and that's where some of the uh rumors and that you probably heard them with the somebody hung uh what was it their boyfriend was found hung over a uh, uh hanging upside down from a tree you know and if you drive through you may hear the scratching on the top of your roof yeah. oh i do remember that story <laughs> I don't know how many of those I believe, though. Yeah. Well, it's a time, like I said, when you're a teenager, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my date at the time, which is now my wife, was hiding I in the back seat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that? Get me out of here. Yeah. Poor Kathy. <laughs> oh, she still talks about that. Go ahead, Annette. Go ahead. It sounds like, John, like you, I mean, you're out there so often and you really want to take a caretaking role with the Grove. Is, is there some type of a personal attachment that you feel? Like, do you really have a feeling like maybe ancestors of your own are there? I actually or don't some know. call to it? I, I, it's kind of a weird question, actually. I've, I've been going there since I was a kid, and just all of a sudden, uh, I don't know. I just it, just, it just aggravates me so much at the condition that's in, and no one does nothing. And I, yeah. I developed this website, and the website has just ballooned into this huge website. And it, it's kind of, I'm preoccupied with the place now. Okay. What would you um, recommend now? You found, There was a group wandering around out there today when you went out there. Yeah. Yeah. And They're um, always out there. It's like uh, it's like going to the mall. Yeah, and that, remember I used to say uh, if Cook County Forest was smart, they would... Uh, Attach a fee to it, turn turn into a tourist attraction. Oh my um, goodness! Then they would have the money for the caretaking, and they would have some revenue for Ruby Woods, et cetera, et cetera. I know. Dan, <laughs> tell her to tell her the news. Well, I, the no, I, I heard rumors that they're thinking about opening it up on evenings for a per pay thing. It's just rumors, but oh. that, that would be a gold mine if they did that. <laughs> oh yeah! I, I'll tell like, you what. And, until you say, you know, the fence is down and you can go ahead and go now, I was still under the assumption that you, you know, had to wiggle through. You know, I didn't know that it was so easy to get to. No, now you can just walk right in. The fences are pretty well all completely destroyed. Daytime, it's perfectly legal. Nighttime, they watch that place like a hawk. Oh, yeah. I, I tell people not to go there at night. It's posted all over my website. People uh, yeah. just don't want to go there at night, but, you know, they do it anyway. 
Yeah, I've had friends who have been arrested going there, yeah. <laughs> well, look at it. If it's haunted, it's haunted 24 hours a day. The ghosts don't sleep during the daytime. So right. I, every picture we have, all these pictures are all been in broad daylight. Hmm. Same thing on my website, you know, all daylight stuff, no uh, nighttime, you know. And uh, I think Nighttime is just for your own senses because you get that creepy feeling, you know, you're out there in the dark. I don't think the ghosts care whatsoever. No, right. I, I think a lot of things that um, for night, and I've explained this and that, and we've had uh, excursions, I guess you could say, at night. Mm-hmm. It kind of allows the people to, um, like you said, kick in their senses um, that they normally would take for granted. And what I use as an example is, let's say you, you live in your house, okay? You can walk around it with your eyes shut, okay? No problem. But if you ever get up in the middle of the night, you always you, know, you always catch yourself like feeling around and make sure you don't trip over the dog or, you know, the cat or whatever. Yeah. Stub your toe. And basically it's your senses kind of, a little bit more of the senses kick in at night or in the darkness. And it's, uh, what I, it's the reason why I, it, it locations I like to take people at night because more of their senses kick in. Well, I, mean, I mean, I believe Bachelor's Grove would be cool at night. There's no doubt about it. But it's illegal, so, you know, mm-hmm, you got to mm-hmm, look at that mm-hmm. way. It's not legal. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, like you said, the ghost uh, spirits are around daytime, too. Right. You know? Yeah. So, uh, and usually there can't be no argument of if you should happen to catch orbs during the day or something compared right. to night, you know. Bottom line, don't go there at night. <laughs> right. It doesn't work, but I tell everybody that. <laughs> well, at least you said it out loud. <laughs> well, we've got people on the website that we've got a special board there that says if you want to go there or plan a trip, just post it here and see if anyone wants to join you. And there'll be people on there like, I'm going tonight at 1 in the morning. Who wants to go? And I put a post. I'm like, would you guys quit doing that? You know, the police probably look at this. Don't be announcing when you're going out there. If you do it, keep it to yourself. Yeah. What kind of fines <laughs> do they get hit with? Actually, I don't know. I think it varies dramatically. It's There's some weird stories about that. I'm not 100% sure. I mean, I've heard everywhere from getting your hand slapped to being arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's been my fear is getting arrested, you know. Yeah, I try to avoid that yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah, at our age, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're going to load it on the front page of the South Town. <laughs> yeah, that, that would defeat all my goodness I'm trying to do there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guess who we caught? <laughs> right, exactly. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. So, uh, John, what would you, what kind of, what would you recommend to people first time going out there? Uh, I don't know. Just take a lot of pictures. I tell everybody that. Regular digital is bad. Yeah, digital actually are fine. And I, I always say take multiple pictures at the same location because I've had numerous things where things are there and two seconds later they're not. So my habit is I take double pictures of everything I take. Then if you catch something, you got a way to kind of debunk yourself. Because yeah. a big part of doing this, if you want to be legit, is you have to try to debunk anything you see. Because there's so many people out there that get anything, and then instantly, they, you know, oh, look what we got. Well, you got to try yourself to debunk it. Right. It's an orb. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. We don't want to go on orbs. <laughs> Digital cameras came along, and all of a sudden, we're seeing orbs. <laughs> yeah. I know Ed and I were talking about orbs before. Oh, well, we did. Of... I did mention we did. And listeners, if you want to listen to it, it's April 2008. Uh, we had a scientist from NASA. Uh, and that you remember the gentleman. Uh, I do, and he had a lot of good points. I, you know, I'm just yeah. being. 
Mischievous. <laughs> well, yeah, I'd say orbs. I'd say 98% are environmental, but there are yeah. a small amount that are actually real. I believe that. Yeah. I believe I actually got one at uh, Velisca Axe Murderer House, and I actually got one at uh, Waverly too, that were actually Waverly. real. And everybody on my website just is really kidding the crap out of me because I'm like Mr. Anti Orb, and all of a sudden I get orb pictures. <laughs> well, then you're going to love the mansion. Yeah. So, uh, orbs appearing without. Flash or light, so yeah, that's always around. interesting. Yeah, what is what are your plans to do with what you're doing? Uh, nothing really. I just, I mean, the same thing. I'm just keep doing. I'm just going to keep cleaning up there, and I keep trying to find places to go with the group. Like the, I said, I went to Velisca X Murder House, and we went to Waverly. These are actually nonprofit trips. I just try to plan for the group to kind of just make it fun. So whatever mm-hmm. it costs is actually what we charge everyone, and there's no profit involved. And I'm just always trying to find places to take everyone and just basically make it fun. I'm not out for any profit whatsoever. I just like paranormal and investigating it. Okay, do you work with any other groups? I uh, mean, no, I, no, I don't. I, I actually hate groups. <laughs> okay. okay. And, and I talked about that before. I'm kind of anti-group. Somebody watches TV and all of a sudden they think they're a ghost hunter. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> there are, no, he's right. There are a lot of people out there. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, it's a dime a dozen, really, right now. You know, in a lot of. Wouldn't you agree, John? Oh yeah, you know. definitely. Yeah, uh, that's why I kind of pride me and Annette being on the air for three and a half years already. You know, so it's uh, a long time doing this. And uh, and we're still saying we're not sure about certain things. You know, oh, yeah, can't yeah. Be. I mean, how can always you be looking for answers. You can't be yeah. sure. It's just it's virtually impossible. Until we're we dead, will. we're not going to know. Right. And then if you come back and tell us. We're all like, if you won't believe me anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say I'm coming back, but who knows. I think everyone said that. I think Houdini said that, but he wasn't able to do it either. No. no. Right. What, um, what would be the most eerie thing that you've uh, encountered out there? The Bachelor's Grove? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Actually, when I got that wolf thing, I, that kind of freaked the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah. That, that actually scared me. I've never been scared out there. You know, I didn't see it when it happened. I took it back, and uh, normally when you go through your photos, you got to enhance them, you know, 200 300% to start looking. I just looked at that normal, and it jumped right out. I just couldn't believe it. That one actually scared me. I didn't go back, actually, for, I think, almost two weeks after that because it actually made me nervous. Oh, you didn't go right back and see, you know. I went back like in two weeks, and then I brought all kinds of equipment, and I measured and took distance and all kinds of readings trying to figure out exactly where it was and everything about it. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't go back right away because it actually scared me. I'm thinking, like, this thing is evil. This can't be something <laughs> friendly. Or like some hellhound or whatever. Is that right. it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they say hmm. in that same picture, another member noticed that it was a week or two later that there was a floating uh, pig head. In the same picture, but I was so preoccupied with looking at that wolf, I didn't even realize that pig was there. Oh, in the same photo? In the same photo. Wow. Yeah. You pretty much have the. Uh, you pretty much know the location, right? Where oh yeah, I know like really well. Okay. When we go out there next Sunday, please show me it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I actually uh, even made a little map for members where uh, it shows. I got the map highlighted, and it shows you where we found what. So you know what corner I found the wolf in and where we found this and that to help people find stuff. Is that on your web page? Yeah, it's actually on one of my links. Uh, All right, why don't you give the people your web page right now? 
Okay, the web page is uh, bachelors-grove.com. Okay, okay. And don't forget the hyphen. Yeah, definitely don't so, forget the hyphen. <laughs> yeah, because you'll be taken somewhere else. Right. <laughs> yeah, don't forget the hyphen. Oh, um, golly. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, John, so you don't get casual. Okay. John, Annette knows the story. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, what, um, now, when the people like today, we've seen a group of people out there in there, were they, did they, you got to talk to them. Did they? They really. They just knew what they read, right? Basically. Yeah, basically. They they were. Uh, I forgot where I told you they were at. What paranormal group they were, or something. They were out there being pretty serious. They had all kinds of equipment and everything. Mm-hmm. But I was telling them about the place. They started asking me, and then I was walking them around and showing them stuff. And back to the west of the graveyard, no one knows about any of that stuff. So I was showing them stuff out there, and they all want to become members. As a matter of fact, they want to come to that thing next week. Oh, cool. Not not cool. that whole group, I don't think, just the ones I was talking to, not those. My gosh, I think there was 50 people out there at one time. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah, like I said, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it before uh, you leave tonight and, uh, and let people know. Um, but basically it's going to be there. It's going to be the Humphrey House. And uh, now the log cabins, they're going to open up in Orland for uh, Orleans Pioneer families that lived in these log cabins. So they're going to open them up, and there's a headstone. And that there's a headstone there that they don't even know why. <laughs> there's a headstone uh, by these log cabins. So um be interesting. Yeah, yeah. And uh, John's going to be participating in a couple of things. Hey, John, tell yeah. the people about the, uh, because I was telling that you're a high-tech equipment dude. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, I actually build and install DVR surveillance systems, like the stuff you see on taps and all that stuff. So, uh, And I have a demo system that I use for showing customers, which is you know, from the state-of-the-art down to regular. And when I do this kind of stuff, I, I take my state-of-the-art equipment out there, cameras that are four and $5,000. And uh, they have some pretty good response. I took it to Waverly. I just came back from there and got some absolutely amazing video of something I don't even know what it is, something hmm. coming through a wall flying through a room and going back through a wall, but not coming out the other side. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Waverly is The, the surveillance it. equipment is meant, though, more for surveillance for burglaries or perpetrators. Well, that's actually what it's for, but if you watch, yeah. you know, Taps and all those guys, they use yeah. those kind of things. All I'm doing is taking an ultra-high-end system that you would use at your normal store, and I'm using it for this now instead, just for kicks. I see. Okay. Wow. Most people don't spend that kind of money on a camera. Right. But this is like military-grade night vision camera equipment that doesn't need any light to see. And you can use this during the day or no? Yeah. It's full daylight cameras, too. Huh. Okay. But uh, I say I sent you that one link to that one thing. I know you said you didn't get a chance to see it yet, but uh, I have no idea what it is. Maybe Annette can look at it and figure it out, too. I, I have no idea what this thing is. Do you... Sure. Do you wear the goggles or anything like that, or no. do they help? Have you ever tried it? Well, actually, well, with this equipment I have, actually, it's a, it's not the green like the military. It's just normal black and white, and I actually got a monitor and an equipment there, and I can physically sit in front of the monitor and see the whole place completely black, but I can see it through my monitor. It's all bright and white. You can see just normal. It's just, like I mm. say, it's just incredible, you know, high-tech high equipment. 
Okay, what other places have you been to besides Waverly and uh, uh, I went to the Willis Sky Exmer? Uh, that's basically about it in the Bachelor's Grove. Uh, well, I went on a tour in Weird Chicago too. We went to uh, actually Adam there took us on a private tour, and we went to a few places and I had a ballroom there. My gosh, I'm trying to remember the name of the ballroom. I got a picture of a uh, a shadow person there that they tried to debunk and debunk, and finally after a while they got a hold of me and said, uh, "Congratulations, it's the best picture we ever had." It's huh. a, a crystal clear shadow person. Looks like uh, he, Adam thinks it's like Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> it looks like him from a profile view. <laughs> was that in Chicago? Was that in yeah. Chicago? That was actually, I can't remember. There's a ballroom in Chicago into. I can't think of the name of it. Uh, they they got a lot of activity there too. But besides um, that, the Congress. Ballroom, ballroom? That, that, the Congress. The, the Congress. Congress. Yeah. Oh, at the hotel. I've actually got my website up. I got some one of my members is up there. Popping up letters in front of me when I'm saying stuff. <laughs> Why not? That's good to hear. My own personal teleprompter. Love it, love it. <laughs> when uh, what I do during the day, I get to go in there once in a while. Oh, do you? Through the basement and talk to security. Uh, the security yeah. all know about my picture because they were all freaked out about it. It's like basically famous. Yeah, and I play stupid sometimes. Just uh, throw them off. I go, uh, here, this place is haunted. And they go, oh yeah, <laughs> especially down here, the stories, you know, in the basement area. And the basement area is, you know, as old as the damn building, and they, you know, um, so it's, you know, it's dated. Once you walk into that basement, you see how dated that is, you know. And uh, it's kind of neat. It is kind of neat because there's tunnels and all this other stuff. That's going yeah, I'd like to there. go back to that place again. It was actually pretty cool. It's another one of those things you get these pictures. You don't know you have them until you go home and check. Mm-hmm. You don't see nothing there. So you recommend people take a lot of pictures when they go to a location. Oh yeah, especially with digital. It doesn't cost you a dime. Just yeah. it, it takes some patience because you got to go through them. But uh, a lot of times we'll get stuff. I mean, we've got a lot of amazing pictures, but you know that that's thousands and thousands of the pictures we take. But uh, this year I haven't gone as much. Last year, uh, my gosh, I was there probably every single day. And I okay. still have some pictures from last year I haven't gone through. I go through them, but then I go through them again later in detail. But it just takes so long to start zooming into four and five hundred percent. Now, do you um, do you do EVPs? Yeah, actually, we we do EVPs. I actually got well, Matt. You just said a little bit ago, Matt EVP. He actually mm-hmm. he's the one that does most of them for me because I'm not a big fan of them. I, I I like EVPs. I'm just not good at enhancing them, and he actually is. Huh. Okay. I'm good at photos. I can uh, rip a photo apart, see what what's it made of, anything about it. But EVPs is a different story. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Go ahead, Annette. You know, John's saying that he's good at uh, figuring out photographs. I don't know if, Ed, you still have it laying around, and I'd have to dig, but that photograph that was taken, oh, I believe the man's name was also John, across the street from me at the farm. Mm-hmm. But that woman, yeah. that was well, she was kind of standing behind the tree, but in front of the house, looking like a wedding dress or something. I would love yeah, for yeah. John right. here to to take a look at that. If yeah, you send me that. If you have an original, that's much easier to work with too. You know, an actual original photo or original scan. Well, it was an original well, digital were... photograph, as far as I can okay. tell. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, that's what you... I post from. Okay, because yeah. if you enhance them or if you crop them or anything, you actually ruin all the hidden data that actually tells me stuff. No, I don't. I, that picture is not. Ninety percent of the pictures on my website have not been anything besides. Yeah, I always stress that to people. If your picture's too huge, make a copy of it, but save the original. Never alter your original. 
Oh, that's what you mean. Don't make it smaller. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're pi- your pictures, the way they come out of the cameras, actually take those and save them all to your computer and make a copy of them. Then do anything you want with that copy, but never, ever edit your original ones, because if you do find no. something, there's no way to prove it then. Yeah, That's I don't good do advice for people who are out there taking pictures. That's great advice. I don't do nothing until I, you know, I save. The originals are still the originals on the disc. So what it is, if you get like a picture of a lifetime, you know, just one of those amazing ones, and you've mm-hmm. accidentally ruined your original and crapped on it, there is no way to prove it. And, you know, you'll be yeah. your head against the wall. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a good idea. That's a good uh, advice for the people. Any other advice while taking pictures? Uh, actually, take pictures with pe- at people with you, too. Ghosts are known to uh, follow other people. You probably know that yourself, Ed. Or, uh, they recommend taking, like, if you're with a group of people, take a few pictures of the people you're with. Okay. Because it's not that unusual. You know, they told me- Go ahead. They told me that in London. We visited um, an extremely haunted house where... You know, the government has actually decided that it should be closed after 5 p.m. just because of all the, the nighttime activity that they have. Um, they closed the floors. And they said when we took the tour there, what you want to do is if you're with somebody else, have take a picture of them standing in every corner because those those spirits follow those people all around. Yeah, that's what I've always I, been told, too. Yeah, I didn't get any, but that was their good advice. So. Ah. Okay. Makes sense. They yeah. need energy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, John, yep. another thing that you're involved in or that you enjoy is UFOs. Yes. Yeah. What do you uh, have to say about that or your experiences? Well, I was told you the one story that I heard something about uh, Homeland Security is supposed to be outlawing infrared cameras last year. Someone was telling me about that. And uh, one camera I have, my most expensive camera is actually a remote control camera. And I was talking to somebody on the phone about that, and I, I aimed the camera up in the air from the house, and I'm like, what are they hiding? Just kind of kidding. And I'm still talking on the phone with them, and after like two minutes, something flies through the screen. And then working with video like this, I have like exceptional vision when it comes to stuff on video screens. I just see it like that. And I back it up, and I look, and I'll be damned, two UFOs just flew right through the, right through the picture. And one actually goes in and out of a cloud, which verifies that it's actually in the air, you know, it's not something like on a lens. And I zoom those in, and they're uh, diamond-shaped metallic crafts flying in formation with some sort of weird wake behind them. Like, uh, I don't know what it is. If it's you know, interdimensional or something, just some strange wake behind them. And I got them on video, crystal clear, on my high-end system, just by a fluke, too. And that was like, you know, think that they were listening in? Oh. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Go ahead, was, First of all, what was it was like on what type of camera? That was my that that high end one I told you about that I use for the ghost hunting now. That normally is my mounted one. I actually took it down to take it for ghost hunting. That's and the that's, one. That's the type that the government's trying to ban. Yeah, that's an that was an infrared camera, an IR camera. It, it films in the IR uh, field of view. And why would they want to have those banned? I have no idea. Actually, I heard there's rumors about that buzzing around last year. Huh. And being I'm in surveillance, most of my cameras are IR. So I was kind of mm-hmm. concerned what they were talking about. If you do a Google search on it, you'll see what they're still talking about. It. Well, one weird thing is a uh, an IR camera. They used them mostly in a forensic. Uh, there was one I was looking at on a big uh, store on the web, and it was a really neat one, but out of my price range. I heard about this, and I went back and looked at it a few months later, and I'll be damned if on the bottom of it doesn't say you got to fill out an application to own this camera now. Hmm. 
which I yeah, do some searching. That's really strange. I can't figure out why you would have to fill out an application to own a camera. And they want to know what you're going to use it for. You've got to guarantee you'll never use it for anything else. It's the strangest thing I ever saw. Well, well now, do you have a hunch on why? Do you have some no, I'm not idea? Actually, I'm not sure. I could, okay. I actually don't know. I just kind of weird. But that fluke, I aimed that high-end infrared camera in the air just for kicks, and within minutes I had got two UFOs, you know, was... <laughs> Was that an absolute fluke, or is there something up there we're not supposed to see? <laughs> now, because what, you okay. were talking about it on the telephone at the time, right? Yeah, I was talking to a person at the exact same time. That's what was so uncanny. Uh, and they now said I what? caught it with this video system, which is a high-end watermark system. Watermark, if you don't know, means it's a non-editable system. <clears throat> so you can't, you know, fake it yourself. This is, you know, high-end surveillance, and they're watermarked. So, you know, it's it's evidence. It's kind of stuff you use in court. Okay. And so, explain to the people what uh, infrared would allow you that it wouldn't allow others. Well, infrared's a different field of view. The human eye can't see in infrared. So that picture of Bachelor's Grove, that Madonna, you know, that uh, mm-hmm. famous picture, that was an infrared picture. It's uh, You could take a picture aiming at someone and not see nothing, take it in infrared and go home and look, and you might have a, a spirit right there. It's, wow. It's a, it's a spectrum we can't see. It's like insects seeing infrared or something. I don't know what the, I mean, I, I'm sure some things do. I don't know what. But I do I have photography don't now. Don't bad see in infrared, like infrared? I don't know, actually. I, just, I, that's I have ec- to look into that's that. That's echolocation. Yeah. <laughs> that's sound. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, very interesting. Huh. Yeah. I'm wondering where we could take that camera. You've got to look at that link I sent you, Ed, on that thing I got at Waverly. I just can't figure out what it is. I will, and we won't get into it, but you know why I haven't been. I've been right. busy, I guess. we could. Oh, I, oh I know. Yeah, not getting around, I know, or able to get on the Internet because I've been busy. Um, but, hmm, that might, yeah. That might show a lot of the Humphrey House and everything else. Oh, you never know what it's going to show because, it, like I say, it's something we can't see, which is so cool. I take infrared daytime photos with my camera now, too. I got an infrared adapter, and I take a lot of those at Bachelor's Grove. Got some weird things, but nothing amazing, but some weird things I haven't figured out what they were yet. Does that provide you the same enhancement as the yeah, camera? Actually, yeah, it's actually just a, my normal digital camera with a special lens on it, and it takes them in... Uh, in infrared field of view, and it, it, okay. like I say, what intrigues me is that's a field of view we can't see. So you know, who in heaven's name knows what's in that field of view because we can't see it. Now, is are those hard to come by? Those um, no, that lens for the uh, lenses. The lens is about a hundred bucks, and it adapts to certain cameras. Not all cameras are capable of using them. Okay, how about if you had an old thirty-five millimeter? So they make them for a lot of cameras. I mean, they might work for that. I don't need to have to look okay. into it. Yeah, cool. Interesting. Yeah. All right. It might be very interesting at the Humphrey House and stuff. I too. take a lot of IR pictures on. The, the IR pictures for a normal digital camera are daylight only. They're they're not they won't work at night. They're not like the video camera. These are they because they work on IR light, which is sunlight. So okay. you can't use an IR digital camera in a building unless you have huge IR floodlights in the building. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. See, learn even more. Cool. Okay. Um <laughs> So besides that, um, and you live, I'm just going to say you live near the Tinley Park area, which has 
he had reports of a lot of sightings too. Right. So uh, yeah. Andrew Corporation had uh, something when I was a kid growing up in Orland. Uh, there was a UFO sighting over that when I was a kid actually. And Andrew makes radar systems, and UFOs are always seem to be seen over government stuff. Argonne National Laboratory, all those places, they always seem to experience UFOs. Yeah. Did you see that, um, and that maybe you've seen it on the History Channel, I believe it's going to be July 20th or 20-something. Um, they're actually doing a broadcast of Apollo, you know, a reenactment of Apollo 11, where they seen a UFO out in space. And, uh, yeah, yeah, so that would be interesting, too. Be, when we do the UFO subject and have David on, we'll bring you on, too, John. So. Yeah, I've always liked UFOs, actually. That's, a, that's yeah. another one of my hobbies when I was young. Or uh, So do you get tied into conspiracies, or you just avoid that? Yeah, I've actually, you know, I've, I've got those on the boards, too. They've got to keep everything on a board to keep people there, otherwise they're not excited about it. And some of these conspiracies are actually very believable, and some of them are just... <laughs> Absolutely insane. <laughs> well, we won't scare our net. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to hear about the reptilian people. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> the first time I heard about that was last year from a site member, and I actually thought it was a joke, and I did a Google on it. And I'm like, holy crap, what is this stuff? <laughs> That's one of the ones I'm not quite sure I can swallow. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, did you ever get those videos I sent you, Annette? Did you ever peek at them? Uh, you know what? I, I have them sitting there saying, oh, i got to yeah. look at these one of these days. Yeah, you yeah. know, with the kids, I get three seconds to answer emails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, for the listeners, come um, next Sunday, me and John are going to go to Bachelors Grove. And if there's individuals that want to, you know, meet up with us when we get there, we're going to be there at noon. I guess you could say, right, John? Right. Uh, that's meet what we're in the planning. parking lot, right? Yeah, it will be all woods. You know, if you want to meet up with us, uh, it's not a group outing or nothing like that. It's uh, come as you want, come as you are type of thing. And because me and him are going to go back there, he's going to show me some of the stuff he's, you know, and I'll see what more I could pick up. I haven't been there for uh, about a year now. I didn't even go wandering back there today. Um, then from there... Um, People will be able to go to the Humphrey House. The uh, Orland Historical Society is going to open it up, and uh, there's no fee. What I suggest, since they're going to be opening up um, um, the house for us, is a donation of a dollar or three or something. Um, they'll give you a full tour, and I'll discuss you know some of the more interesting stuff in there. And also, they're going to open the Orland Historical um, Log Cabins, the home. Uh, the homesteads of the two of Orleans Park's pioneer families. And um, there's, as I mentioned earlier, there's a headstone and, uh, between the two buildings also in the area. And uh, so we'll give out brochures and maps and everything, you know, over at Bachelors Grove. But they'll be at noon if individuals are interested in coming out. So, Right? Yep, sounds good. Sounds like a lot of fun. Good. Yeah, yeah, and uh, um, then we'll see what happens from there. Um, I figure maybe about two hours. Is that the average time for Bachelors Grove, John? Uh, I've been there anywhere from an hour to, <laughs> I've been out there six or eight hours before. I actually yeah. go tromping through the woods looking for hidden foundations and all kinds of hidden treasures, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, so I figure about uh, maybe two hours will be there. 
Um, has anybody ever planted stuff? Would you say, John? Have you ever come across anybody? You know, uh, at Bachelor's Grove. Yeah, planted stuff to you know. Oh, to try to scare people or something? You mean? Or, or you know, like, wow, look what we got type of thing. Type of I don't stuff, think you know? so, but I I get pictures now and then from people that I don't believe. You know, yeah. Al- altered photos and things like that, but I've I've never run across nothing that's been like planted. I don't think. Okay. I I usually you don't see anything out there. You know, shadow people I tend to see. I actually, out of the corner of my eyes, I'll see those things out there a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've got a, we've got a few on film, but nothing like you know absolutely crystal clear where you can see their people. But there's definite black shapes that move out there a lot. And John, what's your opinion? What is a shadow person to you? What would you be de- your description of that? I'm not 100 percent sure. I I think they're evil. I'm not sure. I just have a hunch that they're. I don't think they're good. <laughs> I I just don't oh. really know. Okay. My brother actually had a bad experience with one. And uh, it actually terrified him. And my brother used to be, uh, my whole family were a little bit uh, receptive, so to speak. And my brother actually denies anything to do with psychic now ever since then because uh, this, this shadow person terrified him so much. Oh, as a child? No, actually as an adult. Oh. He, he lived in New York at the time, and he had, a, he had one follow on him in the day he was with. And uh, they hmm. just terrified, and they both saw it. Hmm. He's not a big fan of paranormal anymore. <laughs> yeah. And now we're going to have to put your kids to sleep early, and you and I are going to go hit to go wandering around uh, your area. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want it. I like your area, Indiana. Uh, <laughs> Haunted Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got. Remember the one bridge out there? That was eerie. Remember the yeah, well, that was a really bad neighborhood. I was sorry we took people to a bad neighborhood. <laughs> if I didn't know where that's where that woman was going to lead us, I never have brought the people there. But um, <laughs> so that was eerie. Yeah, <laughs> I was mostly worried about gunfire. <laughs> John, um, I kind of, I'm a firm believer, um, and I kind of recommend this too. That, you know, you're a big guy, I'm a big guy, okay? You do what you do with surveillance and all that. You've been involved in stuff. But the the regular Joe, typical shy guy type of person, should not go wandering by themselves? No, I, rec- I usually recommend never go out there by yourself. Not yeah. not actually from the paranormal, from the <laughs> from the humans. And, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't think paranormal is going to get you. It's the, some of the morons that hang out there. And uh, I always tell people, never, ever go yourself. I've come across some strange ones myself out there. Yeah, so have I. I'm not even going to go there, but yes, so have I. (laughs) Being there as much as I am, you'd be amazed what I've seen out there. Really? Huh. Yeah, Yeah, me and Amy. Remember Amy, right, Annette? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went out there during the day one time, and uh, three young dudes dossed like they were out of some movie. Uh, the one with the vampires, okay, with the leather yeah, coats and all that. boys or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were actually following us through the side of the woods, you know, on the side off the path as we're, you know, as we're walking and all that. It's like, dudes, you don't want to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Going across it's a good that, thing yeah. they didn't make you go there. <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, so, yeah. Highly recommend that. Don't go by your. Don't go by yourself. You know, because um, you never know what you're going to come across. Because um, usually I see them traveling in more like three or four at a time. Don't you? 
Yeah, usually. I actually, I mean, I go there in the morning by myself sometimes. Morning, well, like no I said, you and, yeah, like you and I, eh, you've had experiences and I've had experiences, you know, right. background. Um, I'm talking about uh, the clerk at the store. No, nah, don't go there by yourself. You know yeah, what I'm bring saying? Bring a few of your yeah. buddies or something. Go there in a group. And it could be a little bit more fun, too, when you're well, with Yeah, plus if something there. really strange happens, you got someone there to, you know, say, did you see that? <laughs> if it's just yeah. you, no one's necessarily going to believe you. Yeah, so. John, I want to thank you for being on tonight. And give your website again. Okay, it's bachelors-grove.com. And don't forget the hyphen. Right. And uh, um, people, if you want to read about what we're going to be doing, listeners, uh, next weekend, just go to theunexplainedworld.com. On that page, go down to the bottom. You'll see uh, upcoming dates, locations, etc. There's some explanation there. Um, and there's a surprise, too, of what is used to be a Capone's place that's coming back. So um, I talk about that, too. And I'll be there uh, the 25th. So um, the date with me and John is the 19th. Uh, I should be in a real braggy mood that day because I got a house party the night before. So uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, okay, John. Thank you very much for being on. Okay, thank you. Thank you, yeah. you so got... much. Okay, no problem. All right, John. Okay, Take bye. Care and, bye. Uh, you know what? Let, I'll send you a link tomorrow, and if you want to put this up on your uh, group or whatever for those that didn't get to hear it, they can uh, okay. listen yeah, to the rebroadcast. They're all online oh. right now. Everyone's giving me messages. <laughs> oh, did they enjoy the show? <laughs> yeah, everyone's saying I'm doing good, and the show sounds great. <laughs> okay. Oh, yay. <laughs> Thank you, fans. <laughs> nice talking with you. <laughs> Bye-bye, Bye. Bye-bye. Good night. Okay. Interesting, huh, Matt? Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, I love to hear about that stuff because, like, he said it perfectly. Even though he's taking these photographs, he's got to debunk it first. You know, he's got to mm-hmm. make sure that it's not some other thing, you know, a leaf falling in the wrong way or the sway of the grass or whatever it could be, you know. So yeah. that's cool that he's so technically advanced with his equipment and his knowledge of photography that, you know, he can make a, a, a good judgment on what those things are. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh um, like I said, listeners, let's go to www.batchers-grove.com and um, you can see all the stuff he was talking about, the photographs and everything like that. And uh, definitely would love to see that wolf picture, you know, because uh, I wonder if it resembles a werewolf type of thing. You know, be interesting. So, but, uh, yeah. So, and... In two weeks, we're going to have another investigator on. And uh, also, we have coming back on August 23rd, I believe the night is, for those listeners that may be interested, Mr. Scott Prosper. And, Yay! Uh, he'll even be taking calls, doing readings, and stuff like that uh, for the listeners. Very, very um, interesting man. Oh, I forgot to ask Jan a question. Oh, well, I'll have to save that for next time he's on. So. So now, what do you? Uh, what am I going to be able to get you out to, or am I going to have to come by you and you take me around? <laughs> yeah, come on out to Indiana, and we'll go shuffling through the woods. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we won't announce it this time. <laughs> It'll just be you and I. Oh so, goodness! Uh, yeah. 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 So. Uh, Crazy. Yeah, yeah, because uh, 
Is that is that farmer's house still vacant? No, actually, um, they got a couple that came in and uh, is doing extensive repairs. Um, they're, you know, they have to keep the same kind of footprint, the same look that it was, like a landmark type look. Um, but they can change the interior. And so I'm so curious. They're over there all the time. In fact, they had all the um, National Lakeshore and some of this historic homes people committee mm-hmm. association come in. Just uh, was not last weekend, but the weekend before, I think. Uh-huh. Maybe it was last weekend. Anyway, they had a huge like gathering out there, and everybody went around and saw the old barn and this and that and. Um, so they really are, you know, trying to keep it as historically accurate as possible, but really sinking some money into it so it doesn't just fall over. Yeah. I'm real proud of the way they've been handling it. So one cool. of these days when I see the cars, I got to go over there and bug them. Hi, I'm your yeah. neighbor. What are you doing? <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Bring your cup of sugar to two kids. And, yeah. Uh, and, Here's a pie. What are you doing? And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, how some way uh, does sign out? How's it been here? You know, um, because you know the place I'm talking about that used to be Capone's place, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I asked the manager. She came out and said, "She goes, you know, there is something in here." She goes, "I asked it just to uh, give us its blessing, you know." So, uh, so she's even feeling stuff, you know, um, in that place. So, um, well, you yeah, haven't had a lot of experiences there, so yeah. Yeah, they're going to be opening back up, and uh, and uh, it's going to be an Irish place, so I fit in real nice. And uh, there's more information on the website, theunexplainedworld.com, and uh, locations and uh, upcoming dates and locations. Annette, thank you for being here tonight. Of course, I'm home from Wisconsin now. <laughs> yeah. Milk the cows and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Made the Came home with my side of beef and my sack of corn. <laughs> yeah, and got your employees with their my little cheese, uh, yeah. Yeah, with their little uh, what little street side farm stands. So <laughs> you got everything taken care of while you're out there. All right, kid. Uh, I'll call you in a few. Okay. All right. Good night. Right. Blessed be. Nurse, thank you. And John, thank you. And all. The people from his group, thank you for listening. Good night, and see you in two weeks.